let's continue our conversation regarding self-consciousness, assertiveness, and what is it that gives us confidence. The tendency to judge is what is the source of our self-consciousness too. When we are judgmental of ourselves, we are judgmental of other people too in the same measure. In other words, when we are judgmental of other people, we are going to be assessing ourselves, being critical of ourselves in the same measure. We are going to have huge demand of ourselves to be exceptional or extraordinary. When we are critical of other people, we are going to be critical of ourselves too. So it is this tendency to constantly assess, compare and judge that steals our ease. See if you can bring awareness to your tendency to measure other people, to compare other people with other people or with you. And with the same measure, you might notice you are comparing yourself with other people. To bring spaciousness to yourself, you'll also have to bring spaciousness to other people because you'll have to forego this tendency to constantly assess, compare, calculate, measure yourself and other people. It's the same tendency which is reflected in both directions, inward towards yourself and outward when you're looking at other people. See, if you were looking at yourself, isn't it that you're constantly looking at how good am I in this aspect? How better can I be? Is there some aspect that I can change, that I need to change, improve or alter about myself? There's nothing I'm not desirable about improving oneself. But beyond a certain measure, it starts dealing, starts stealing our ease. It starts stealing our self-confidence. So see, if you are looking at yourself through the eyes of assessments, if you were able, to, if you were to take off those spectacles and set them aside, and if you were to look at yourself without assessment, what would be the view that you would have of yourself? What would be left in your opinion of yourself if you did not? Assess yourself just for a moment. You can do the same work with another person. Take a moment and see that when you are observing another human being, could be your spouse, could be a friend, could be a colleague. Isn't it that we, when you are looking at them, we have a certain spectacle, certain measurement that we are making of that, them, uh, a certain kind of assessment that we are having of them, how they speak, how they look today, or how they are doing their work. We have this constant measurement taking place. Ben Zender talks about it as the calculating self in his famous book, The Art of Possibility. So see if you can take off those glasses of assessments and look at them. What would be left in your view of them? You might discover that there is a rather, rather new way of being which shows up in you when you look at others and yourself without assessments. That's kind of generous, is easeful, and it's easeful to you as well. So when you forego your tendency to judge, there's a greater generosity that you bring to yourself as well as to other people. Simultaneously see what you say about yourself to yourself. See if you can bring less self-criticism. Reject self-talk, negative self-talk. See if you can uh, watch what you say to yourself. Because your words create your world. Let go of this tendency to compare. Avoid the company of those who are critical of you, who are constantly um, pulling down your self-esteem. 
instead be in the company of those who are supportive who are generous not just to you but to others too let love get to you there's an interesting measure of that imagine if someone was to come along and say to you you're awesome just allow the full impact of this sentence to get to you you're awesome or imagine if somebody said to you your last presentation was unbelievably great it was extraordinary you were fantastic and just see how easy it is for you to let the full generosity of the statements such statements of appreciation to get to you do you see within yourself a rise of self criticism which has no basis yet that you are looking for some way of finding i'm not that great if you see that there is some element of self criticism and you are stealing generosity from yourself then there is an opportunity for you to let love get to you your own love your own appreciation and appreciation of other people let it get to you if you can't be generous to yourself other people's generosity will not get to you so bring your own generosity to yourself remind yourself of your worth measure your own strengths use several kinds of assessments which are present today strength finder and so many others are there know of your own strengths there could be some strengths that you know about yourself and own them fully but there could be several others that either you are not fully aware of or even if you are you are aware of them you take them as unimportant while others know this is truly valuable about you know your worth take on own your value reflect on what is good about you change your own perception about yourself raise your self awareness use affirmations to own what is great about you don't discount that don't take yourself lightly don't be over critical of yourself show yourself some love you can show yourself some love by one bringing your acknowledgement to yourself owning your own strengths but also in accepting what you can't change there are always going to be some human aspects about yourself god created us in in sugar and spice there are certain things which are great about us and certain things which are ordinary so embrace what you cannot change it's just an easy statement but before that you need to raise your awareness about what is it that you are critical about see if you can make a list of things that you do not consider cool about yourself it's not good that i am or i look like this or i do like this now before you start improving yourself it's great to to consolidate to to be where you are to acknowledge the journey that you have made if you can bring gratitude for the for where you have arrived where you have done good work to come then that is the basis of your self confidence to continue improving yourself further bring generous awareness and acknowledgement to the journey that you have made in self development see if you can begin by raising your awareness about your weaknesses that you do not embrace you do not allow yourself to accept fully what is it about yourself that you do not accept embrace including those flaws and awkwardness there would always be some human aspects of yourself that would seem a little awkward undesirable even 
embrace them, bring your generosity to them. Just like in a child, there are going to be certain aspects that are beautiful, cute, and amazingly uh, attractive. But there would also be certain aspects which make it human, you see. So bring awareness to that. See if you can raise your awareness about um, how you're behaving. Because if you if you want to be confident, it's a great start if you can fast. First, begin with pretending to be confident. First, you pretend that you tend and finally you end up being confident. What does it mean to be confident? Or to take the behavior of confidence. See if you can keep your back straight. Stand tall. Sit tall. Talk firmly. See if you can bring yourself to smile a little bit. And, you know, smile is like a lamp that they put that they say you put on a threshold. It doesn't just light up outside; it lights up inside the house as well. So when you smile, you start feeling good about yourself as well. See if you can bring a gentle smile as you begin a conversation, or before you begin a meeting, or enter into a meeting, and bring sufficient clarity into what you're saying. Say it up out loud. Speak gently. See if you can bring a little slowness into what you're saying. I'm also learning this, trying to improve in these aspects, but I'm sharing what I feel can help us. Try to take baby steps in outside your, your comfort zone. Now, this is the aspect which, of course, is, is about taking small challenges. See if you're not comfortable in public speaking, that you take up small challenges of doing that. See, there is no way that you'll be fulfilled living small. Let me say that again. We can never be fulfilled living small and protected or safe. The only way we'll be fulfilled is if we can let ourselves be bold and courageous and let ourselves express ourselves fully. Let our most authentic self be seen fully rather than hiding it. So at Landmark, they have a delicious way of expressing. They talk about bringing everything to conversation. There are certain aspects that we are self-conscious about or worried about letting other people see that aspect of ourselves. Bring that up and get it out of the way. Like, for example, some great orators, when they are nervous standing in front of an awesome crowd, talk about, I'm nervous, I'm standing up in front of this awesome crowd or awesome people, such qualified people to make this presentation. I am feeling a little nervous. Once you've acknowledged that, it'll set you free. It's only hiding a certain kind of feeling that actually holds us, holds us down. So that also brings us to talking about your emotions, validating your feelings, letting yourself feel. Your, your feelings are your feelings. Embrace them. Let yourself feel. Do not invalidate them. You are entitled to your emotions. Give yourself a moment to breathe and feel what you are feeling. When you are you're near, when you're able to let your emotions be, then those emotions will let you be. You will not be as much discomforted with, the, with those emotions if you stopped resisting them. Even if those emotions are what you have uh, you, you, you feel upset about. Allow yourself to express to yourself, I am feeling this emotion. Allow yourself to experience that emotion freely, freely, deeply in your own heart. 
let your heart experience that emotion fully. That will give you the space to work on new possibilities. Otherwise, that resistance of that emotion occupies the center stage. Sometimes it helps to slow down and feel before you can express yourself. What also helps is if you can feel for the person who actually you are communicating to. You see, most introverted, shy people like me spend a lot of time inside themselves and contemplating, how do I look? What am I saying? Is it articulate? Is it wise? Is it smart? And so we are constantly thinking about how can I express myself better than how I'm doing it right now? While the conversation is happening out here, it's not happening in me. So I've lost the chain of conversation while I was actually within myself. So see if you can come out of yourself. And you know, one way to make that happen is to pay attention to the heart of the other person. What is going on as far as the other person's emotions are concerned? You know, look at the human aspect of that person. Look that, you know, there's that idea of spotlight effect. That when you enter into the room, you think everybody is paying attention to you. But the truth is, everybody is paying attention to themselves and they are worried about how you are going to view them. See if you can bring that concern when you are worried about your appearances. You are being self-conscious that how do they see you? How do you look? They are actually worried about what you think of them. So can you bring empathy, compassion to them for their being so self-conscious? When you're in communication with some people, can you bring attention to what is going on for them right this minute? Listen empathetically. Pay attention to them. Bring genuine concern to them. And last but not the least, in our Indian spirituality, we know we are not our body. We are also not our behavior or our thoughts. You know, the, the spirituality elaborates it, but it is also easy to see it, catch this distinction. If we were our body, if, if in an event of an accident, if a limb is lost, we don't start feeling that, our, that an element of self has become diminished. We experience ourselves as whole, complete. It could be that our body is not as it used to be, but the self the experience of self remains the same. In fact, if, if, uh, if just like me, you have come and lived uh, several decades of a long, long life, you might experience that you still feel the same that as you felt in your youth. So this self is not aging. The one who we truly are is not what is aging. We are not our body. We are also not our thoughts because we switch from one kind of thought to another, one kind of emotion to another. We are not our wisdom. Who are we? We are that solid foundation of self, which is ever permanent, which is never diminished. And in that aspect, we are whole, complete, and perfect. There is no improvement possible. There is neither any necessary because it's already always perfect. So come and stand in that image of yourself, which is the absolute truth, which is absolute perfection. Take on, own that. And allow that to express itself through you. There would be emotions which contradict it. There would be doubts that will fill your thoughts and mind. But those thoughts and mind are not who you are. Those emotions are visiting you. 
acknowledge them, feel them fully, and then express the truth of who you truly are. Let that authentic self be feel, be seen fully. Try that out. And we'll continue this conversation about saying no and assertiveness in the future. Thank you.